Damn, that Fed stuff is crazy, isn't it? Did you watch how the market reacted to, one, when the minutes came out, and then two, when uh, Federal Reserve Chair Powell started talking? This whole Fed thing is is interesting. Uh, what an unexpected turn of events for us to be rallying so much coming off of Wednesday into Thursday. Now, uh, if you've been with us for a while now, you've gotten a bit of experience with a few Fed events. And they're always a good time, whether we go up or down. Between yesterday and today, how we close the week will be very telling as to how investors and money managers are gearing up for the next few months. It's a perfect time to watch and wait for an entry. Don't get too excited. Now, I'll drop my watch list in the Discord uh, Trade Ideas channel for you. Today, we're going to carry on the theme from Wednesday's episode and take a look at options. We'll start with the basics, and then I'll teach you one advanced strategy that you can practice with paper trading or virtual money. So uh, make sure to go leave a five-star review on the show, and we'll jump right in when you get back. So we all know the basics, right? Calls are most commonly used when traders think a stock price is going to go up. Puts are most commonly used when a trader thinks that a stock price is going to go down. Now, when buying calls and puts, your risk is the premium. Right, the price you paid for the contract. That is the most you can lose. Right, The most you can gain on a call is infinite Right, because the stock price can keep going to infinity. But the most you can gain on a put does have a floor, and that's dictated by uh, the stock price, the time of expiration, the, um, the, price, the strike price of the contract. And there are a few other factors, but those are the major ones, the volatility. So that's buying puts and buying calls. Now, selling puts and selling calls are much more advanced and shouldn't be done by beginners. Always trade to the level of your experience. The reason these are considered advanced is because the risk can be infinite. Selling a call means you've given somebody else the right to buy a stock from you. Right? When you buy a call right, and you think a stock's going to go up, you're buying the right to buy a stock from somebody else, which you can exercise or choose not to exercise. When you sell a call, you're giving somebody else the power to buy a stock from you. So your max loss when you're selling a call is infinite if you don't already own an equivalent amount of shares already, which is 100 shares per contract. It's infinite because so if you own 100 shares of the contract that you sold, then you can either win or lose. Right? You can win if a call is exercised above what you paid for the share. So if I bought Apple uh, at $100 a share and sold a call later at 120 and I got exercised, then even if Apple went to infinity, the call buyer would buy it from me at 120 right? Even though I bought it at 100 So I would still have profited from selling the, the stock, a $20 difference per stock, but I also got to keep the premium that I got for selling the contract to that person. So that's how you win. But the infinite, the infinite, right? The the terrifying but to this situation is if you don't own the stock and the stock price skyrockets. Because in the event that you sold that 100 call option on Apple, right? And it doesn't stop at 120, it goes on forever. But you don't own Apple. That means that you have to go out and buy 100 shares of Apple at whatever the price is just so that you can 
uh, um, uphold your end of the contract. Because if that person exercises that call option and you don't own Apple, you have to go out and find Apple to the tune of 100 shares and sell to that person for $100, right? So that's why the the loss on selling a call is infinite because Apple, you'll never know when Apple stock is going to stop and it could go to infinity by the time it's time to exercise that contract and you are a complete... Uh, you are at the hand, the mercy of the option holder, right? When you sell an option, you're giving away power. When you buy an option, you have the power, right? So when you sell a call, you're responsible to buy the stock at whatever the price and sell the option buyer, right, to the tune of whatever the strike price that you was that you sold. Infinite loss. Selling a put means you've given someone else the right. Again, you're, you're giving, when you sell an option, you're giving somebody else the right to hold you accountable for something. So when you sell a put, you've given somebody else the right to sell you stock and you have to buy it from them, right? So your maximum profit is capped at the premium you received, right? When you sell a put, the option contract, whatever the cost of that option contract is that they bought it, you're collecting that. But your max loss is whatever the premium is, all the way to zero, right? So if the stock is $100, right? Let's say you sell a put on Apple at $100. We'll keep using that same example. And Apple drops to zero. That means the buyer of the put that you sold can sell you Apple shares for $100 a share. Even though Apple's worth zero, they can sell you Apple shares for $100 a share, right? And you have to have the $10,000 to buy it, right? $100 a share times 100 shares, if, if, we did, if it was one contract, that's if it was one contract, that's $10,000. Right? If it's multiple contracts, you just keep multiplying. But you have to have the cash there to buy the stock because they have the right to sell it to you. right? And when you get the stock from them, whatever you paid for it, the stock is worth zero. Right? So is, there is a cap on the loss when you sell a put, but it can still be massive depending on how large you went into the trade. So what I just described is selling naked options, right? Selling a call and selling a put with nothing else to cover it. Um, the only way to cover it is with cash, right? Hence naked. So the, there are strategies that I've discussed here on this show in the past uh, that I won't now call credit spreads. With a credit spread, you're selling options, but you're also buying an option uh, to put a limit on your maximum loss. So you've just learned about buying calls, uh, inputs and selling calls inputs and why selling naked options are not meant for those without a vast amount of experience in the markets. Spreads, when done correctly, can protect against crippling losses when selling to receive premium. So now let's talk about that uh, advanced strategy, the iron condor. This is another advanced strategy, and this strategy involves those spreads that I mentioned before. An iron condor strategy is most commonly used when a trader believes the stock price will either go will neither go up or down, but move sideways within a range. If you can identify an upper and lower bound of a trend, then the iron condor can be very profitable if you don't believe that the stock is going to go above or below, and it will keep moving within that that up and down bound. Right. So to execute the strategy, a trader sells a call credit spread above the upper bound that they identified, and at the same time, they're selling a put credit spread below the lower bound, with both the same expiration date. The reward or profit is the premium collected from both of the spreads, above and below the range. If the stock stays within the range until expiration, 
the max profit is a premium that you received from both spreads. Right, that's the maximum amount you can make if it just stays there and the, the options expire worthless. The way you lose in this trade, though, is if the stock smashes above or below the range to the degree that exceeds the premium you received on both sides. So if you received, uh, let's say, $100 in premium on both sides and the stock bursts through the top half, you still have $100 in premium to the good. So if it bursts through one of the ranges to, to, the, to the degree that you're losing $100, then you've broken even because you lost 100 on one, but you made 100 on the back half of the spread, which will, will be in the money because you're going the opposite way, right? So either way, you're going to have some premium to buffer that loss, but you could still lose on the trade. Now, Robinhood has done a great job in adding uh, education widgets to the platform. Uh, if you click on trade option for the stock you've chosen, you can read about all these strategies and more by selecting the direction you think it's going to go up, up, down, sideways, um, an extreme move up, extreme move down. And it literally shows you all the potential strategies, not all of them, but most of the common ones. And it'll give you a detailed explanation of how they work. Right? Just click learn more. Now, there's other ways to, to do that. You can go, you can Google it. You can go to Investopedia and just type it in. But it's nice to use one platform and just literally click what you think, and then you get a bunch of different um, options. Uh, so that's it for today. Let me know in the Q&A if you've started trading options, and if so, what strategies have you used? Right, This weekend is going to be great if you let it. Expect great things to happen to you, and they will. Never forget that. But before the day ends, I need you to do two things for yourself. Go leave a five-star review and join the Discord. Like I said, today is, as I'm recording it, it's not Friday. I don't record on the day of. So I'm going to put the um, watch list in the chat on Thursday or on Friday ahead of this episode because I do want to get some ideas out there for y'all. And before you know it, our little chat is going to turn into a profit puppy as we grow as traders and investors together. Remember, as you begin searching for answers to life's challenges, find individuals who will help you grow and don't seek security. Grab them by the hands and seek adventure. Mm -hmm.